Welcome to Movie Nosh with Mike and Josh, where each week we sink our teeth into a different potato. What? <laughs> <laughs> Movie? Feast. I had a little bit of a, a Ralph Wiggum moment there. <laughs> I'm landing. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Movie Nosh with Mike and Josh and yet again, Alice. Woo! Back. <laughs> like a bad penny. <laughs> bad, lucky penny. Lucky penny. Yeah. The one that's you, it's in your pocket when you put it in the washing machine. It always comes up. Okay. Covered, in, covered in that blue shit. <laughs> that old the penny. You in your belly button. Yeah. yeah. I'm a belly button fluff penny. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank you so much. So Is pleased it, to be back again, guys. It could be a, a bum old penny, so it could be worse. Right, okay, lovely. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to go. Good start to the <laughs> Uh, this week we are reviewing The Cloverfield Paradox with a little bit of touching on the other Cloverfield saga movies, uh, but only very minimal. Apparently also because Alice hasn't seen all of Ten Cloverfield Lane, even though it's awesome. Half of it. Half though. of it, yeah. Um, so that's what we're going to be talking about. It's a very interesting movie, mostly because of the marketing, but we're going to go into that mm. because it's odd. Um, is there any other bullshit you want to add in right now? No, I think we should just roll the theme music. I'll just... Roll the theme! Um, before we go any further, I think Josh needs to do his... He's coveted part of the... Uh, podcast actually I wish I had Mike's movie news we can come up with a section 4 if you want I don't really have anything interesting to say though Mike's weather um, <laughs> <laughs> Mike's movie weather yeah I, I have to say each each week when I listen to it I do have a little gasp of excitement every time I hear that movie news is coming up yeah movie news I think oh fantastic yeah. well hold on tight sister most people, most people turn off the podcast after this point yeah like mm-hmm. after the news is done mm-hmm. let's just be realistic yeah. about this no, we should really do it at the end and then people yeah, listen to the rest of the podcast mm-hmm. make more yeah. sense yeah. well don't turn off because after Josh has done his movie news I'm going to do Mike's weather woo <laughs> movie news it's movie news it's Josh's movie news movie news uh this is one of the best times of the year for movies because it was Super Bowl Sunday last Sunday so we get Yay. a shit ton of trailers and Justin Timberlake and Justin Timberlake singing his crappy new album yeah, Man of the Woods I downloaded it what it's the not, flying fuck was yeah, that it's very good mm, I what. wish I had because I have forgotten to do that that's will do um, save yourself some time yeah don't I'm quite a big JT fan so was I oh yeah Ooh. Justified one of my favourite albums <laughs> oh, of all time love that album Fina, I like the one that's like, Mr. JT, what you got for me, Mr. JT, what you got for me. So he's got he's got universal appeal, but this album, I think, is universally shite. Maybe this can be your section, music news. What? Because it's a movie Mike's podcast. Mm, I was being facetious in yeah. a very or, non-funny way. Or perhaps you were just trying to be kind to do it. A little bit of that as well, yeah. <laughs> Say you were being facetious, I but think... I already had the theme tune in my head about to... I was about to blur, blurt it out. I think Mike's weather is a fantastic idea, personally. Hmm. Uh, yeah, let's do that immediately after. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Super Bowl, which meant loads of new trailers. So we got a teaser for the new Han Solo film, followed the next day <clears throat> by the actual trailer, which was an interesting thing. It's almost mm. like they weren't quite sure if it was ready yet. Yeah. Thankfully... To me, the trailer looks pretty good. Doesn't look too bad. It doesn't look too bad, because I was terrified. He doesn't look anything like 
a young Harrison Ford though. You know, I haven't seen the trailer, but Haircut. I saw I saw the poster yeah. and I was like, oh, him, that yeah. guy, mm, not so yeah. much. No, you're never going to get anybody who looks identical to him. Did you notice that the Millennium Falcon is a different shape? Okay. <gasps> yeah, it's a different shape because it's before they've done all the modifications to it. Oh, oh. That's special modifications. Oh my god, they're going to Fast and Furious that fucking thing. Yeah, game. exactly. Oh, yeah. we managed to work Fast and Furious into the podcast. <laughs> and oh, I yeah. did it. High five. Thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Ludacris is actually in this. this Do you know what thing. I think it is about the dude? Who is it, the dude that's playing the young hand? So, what's his name? Charles Gambino. No, that's that's Lando. No. Oh, sorry. I thought young, you said Lando. The one that's playing the young hand solo. I can't remember his name, actually. The only other film I've seen him in is Hail Caesar, and that film was a massive part well, of shine. Well, but you know how he said oh, you couldn't him. get someone to look like Harrison Ford mm. if you tried? Well, actually, you can't. Harrison Ford's got quite a square head, and he's got a really sort of strawberry-shaped head. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, your head shape wouldn't change that much. Mm. So really, I think if you're going to go for a character... <laughs> this is why we bring Alice on this <laughs> For insight into <laughs> Tiggle's head. Shapes of heads. No, I think if you're going to do a character that's younger, like roughly keep the head shape the same. And there's a typical vegan, she's related it to Frank. So. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. It's more of a beef. funny. Like, the true back there looks like smashed avocado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He looks nothing like smashed avocado. He looks like bran flakes. Come on. <laughs> that's true. Um, so we had the hand solo trailer. We had the one for uh, The Quiet Place. Was that what it's called? Yeah. Which is great. It does look very... That's the, the horror film with John Krasinski and Emily... Blunt. Blunt, who they're married as well. Are they? And yeah. I really love her. I they, love her so much. She's amazing. I love him. Her in Sicario is just like, oh. So I'm quite excited about that one. I enjoyed her a lot in Edge of Tomorrow as well. I have not seen She it. does a lot of yoga that focuses mainly on making her Fun? bum look as fantastic oh. as possible. <laughs> just, is that true? That is. No, yeah, yeah, watch it. Because I, I am... Really? That's a true thing. She actually does butt yoga. I don't think butt yoga is a thing. I was just like, why have I not heard of this? I must yeah. do it now. Yeah. Um, she just does a lot of, Where's she does a lot of, um, what's it, upwards facing camel. Yeah, the called. upwards facing camel. Sideways facing celery. Up puppy. Yeah, up puppy. Yeah. And, yeah. Cobra. Suspicious. Cobra, does, does that work your butt, does it? I'm not doing cobra right then. Mm. Okay. Mm. No. Um, so that looks good. It looks great. And then there was also uh, Mission Impossible Fallout. Mission Impossible Fallout, yeah, the new one. Still Tom Cruise, still going strong. The man who I can't believe Mission Impossible said a thing. How many mission mission? I can't even say Mission Impossible anymore. Mission. How um, many? How many are there? Five. That's a question. I think this five. is the fifth one. Yeah. Does anyone care? No. What did you think of the last one, by the way? Liked it. I liked it. What did you think about the one before that? What Mission Impossible Three? Okay. No, this is the sixth one. Is it? Yeah, because it was Rogue Nation. Rogue Nation was the one where they. Blew up an entire palace or something like that. Yeah. But then there was the one before that as well, Mission Impossible. That was Mission Ghost Impossible. Ghost Protocol. 3. Ghost Protocol. So it's Mission Impossible, Holy Mission Impossible, MI2, yeah. MI3, Ghost Protocol, Is that not number then three? Rogue Nation. They, and then this, this all sounds shit. This one. Every single one really? of these things sounds shit. They're, They're all, all pretty good. Yeah. What was your favourite one? Are you sure? Uh, probably the last one where he clung onto the side of a plane. That was pretty Oh, yeah. no, that all sounds shit to me. They actually, he did that, it. though. They filmed him clinging onto the side yeah, of a plane. Yeah, I did read that he does a lot of his own stuff. He does. He's he? crazy. That's yeah. why he broke his ankle in the most recent mm-hmm. one, jumping between two buildings. Yeah. And despite the fact that he broke it, he still got up ran off and did the rest of the scene wow that's yeah, cool it was actually. literally him running off camera but running on a broken ankle just sounds crazy it, but you know he he really I mean he's a, he's a horrible person he is a horrible person <laughs> and maybe like he has this fearlessness because he believes that the gods of Scientology will save him or float him up to space as they do or whatever I think right. he just thinks it keeps him relevant 
Yeah, yeah. maybe you're right. Yeah, because okay. that's a much more simple explanation. Actually. I just keep it interesting. Yeah. I find him so watchable, though. I can't. Do you? Yeah. I find it. I find him disgusting. Yeah. I cannot. I find his face oh, just yeah. death. If you can just abandon all reality, it's, it's you know, it's fine. He's got a kind of a raspberry head. <laughs> not he's more not, of a. He's not a strawberry or a cheese cube. He's a he's a no. raspberry head. It's definitely not a smashed avocado. No. Um, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Uh, Again. Yeah, but bollocks, watch the new trailer. Bollocks, 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 no, bollocks. Watch the new trailer, <coughs> and it's um, very different to the first one. And apparently the first trailer that we saw that we moaned about because it showed pretty much the entire movie, apparently that only shows the first 45 minutes. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah, so we, we don't even need to watch the first 45 minutes. You can get there late. Yeah. Um, but the new one makes it look more like a horror. Yeah, well, which, that's, I the think dinosaurs. it's about time. Like, there's a bit where there's a kid in bed and the dinosaur's claw comes up, like, creeping towards oh, the kid. So, no, I fucking hated... It was sort of shit. That but, first... I hated that Jurassic Park film yeah. so much. So I had so much passion. Because I loved the original. Mm. I really fucking loved that film. And it was scary. Mm. The bit in the kitchen with the, you know, tapping yeah. board is so scary. So actually, I just think you're right. If they do make this scarier, mm. that's a good direction for it to go in. But actually, just fucking stop remaking shit. Probably. And then making a second one of remaking shit, you know? I think they're almost like... There's parts of the the Jurassic World that they seem to be putting Jurassic World 2 I'm sure there's a bit that sort of implies that there's another genetically modified dinosaur and I'm like fuck just leave that alone yeah. that was a shit uh, story it's going to be like a whale cross <clears throat> dinosaur and that the, flies there's also another <laughs> movie with my least favourite um, oh. wrestling movie star Dwayne The Rock Johnson oh my god um, and the film called cool. Skyscraper guess what type of movie this is I reckon it's a family Rom-com. It's a movie about no. a hard done by builder who spent his life trying to build a skyscraper. He just has a bit of chewing gum stuck in a cloud, so yeah. he's trying to scrape it off. Um, that's a little bit existential. No, it's not. Oh, it's quite beautiful, uh, actually, Josh. It's about he is a man. It's a basically movie. imagine Die Hard. Yeah, but he's only got one real leg. He's got. One leg. Why is he only one yeah, he's leg? got one. He's, he's, he's one of his legs has been amputated, so he's got a prosthetic leg. What's in this movie? What's that got to do with the movie? It's just dying with a prosthetic leg. That's all it is. <laughs> you know what? I think it's good. I think it's good that we're getting disabilities into movies, yeah, exactly. and it's not the focal point of the movie. But what a happens. fucking shit movie for that to be in. Well, like he's gonna be. Thing, we all know it's gonna be shit. It's, it's, it's about him movie. rescuing his family from this building, so it is literally die hard. Yeah, but also. Like Fast and Furious. Fast and, uh, <laughs> it's like, there's nothing more important than family, The Rock. Um, oh, yeah. It's just, it's crazy. There was another trailer for Red Sparrow. We talked about that loads, but that still looks sick and very much looking forward to Red Sparrow. Do you know Red Sparrow? Mm-mm. It's um, Jennifer Lawrence as a Russian spy oh, who it. was originally a ballet dancer and then turned <gasps> into one, but it seems pretty brutal. Oh, well, I'm so, so fucking. Is it, a se- is it a series or is it? No, it's just a movie. The movie. I, for some reason, it's a series. This is Mahoovie news. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's not. Come on, see those news. news. And there's one for something called Castle Rock, which I've not watched. There's a new Jack Ryan film also of John Krasinski. Apparently he bulked up for that. There's a picture floating out there somewhere where he is... Even with his big old nose and the fact that he used to be Lovell Jim on the American office, I think he's an attractive fella. Well, he must be because he's he married to, the action to Emily Blunt, who is an attractive yes. lady. And we all know only attractive people marry other attractive people. True. Although mm. you don't want attractive people stealing all the ugly people. Yeah. Then everything does it mean if you never get... Into, well, the chaos. What does it mean if you never get married? Why? That you're just a strong, independent, a ugly person. Yeah. Strumpet. <laughs> a strumpet. A strumpet. Ooh la la. 
Uh, other than that, the only other bit of news that I would like to point out is that they have signed off yet another series of Star Wars movies. Yeah. yeah. We are going to start getting into Star Wars <laughs> fatigue. I'm not happy about this because it's done by the people who do the Game of Thrones series. Yeah. So those, D. those Vice ones. and Summit Benelf. One of them is Just a very good-looking Daniel, Daniel Benelf. Why do Disney but, ruin everything pure now? Like, really? It I, makes I, them money. But it's so sad. It's so, so sad that this beautiful thing that people love so fucking much... Is just getting ruined by money. Come on, that is heartbreaking. Leave it the fuck alone, everyone. I think you misunderstand who they're targeting. Children? Yes. Retarded children. That's even the Kids haven't had the chance to love it yet. No. Still, I mean, that's unethical. Um, how did you find Game of Thrones once they went off... Off book? Off book. Pacing issues. Huge. Pacing. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's just like they were trying to reshore it, so they reduced it down from ten episodes of series to seven. And so, like, you're like, hang on. What yeah, we hear now? Having said that, still fantastic, guys. Come still on, fantastic, but I'm still worried about. I worry about this it. story. Dragons yeah. and boobies. That's all you need. If they put that in Star Wars, I would it. love to see a Jedi tit. Jedi tit. Mm. Is it? Could you, do you think that could happen? <laughs> yeah. They could make it move using the Force. Wobbly, 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 wobbly. <laughs> Maybe they could total recall it and give them three tits or something mad like that. Oh. Yeah. You know when Miss Isle of Movies said last week that we talked about Willie's quite a lot. Now I get what she's talking about yeah. now. <laughs> Yeah. That's like that's yeah. You guys need to. You chill. make me wish I had three hands. <laughs> okay, so the movie that we saw this week, all excited from a brand new way to release movie. Mm-hmm. And I liked that. I thought that was a very pure way to release it. Pure. Yeah. Very pure. Do you want to enlighten the listeners at home and fill them in on what was so peculiar about this movie's release? So during the trailers that were released on Super Bowl, yeah, they released the first bit of marketing for this film. Really, there yeah. was uh, rumours that it was called The God Particle, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, pow, we're hit with what's it called? Cloverfield paradox. Clover, the Cloverfield paradox. Yeah. Um, I forgot the name of the movie. Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> You're right there. And do you need just? Do you need a glass of water? No, right, I've got one. Okay. Um, and then immediately after the trailer and after the Super Bowl, it was uh, available on Netflix. Yeah. Oh, the I first think that's time. great. It's interesting, isn't it? Because actually, if you think about it, the amount of money that they probably would have spent on marketing that film, they probably spent on that Super Bowl advert anyway. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But it's the first time ever because all we got before that was a synopsis. The only the first time I heard about that movie was when we did our What to Expect in 2018 yeah. episode. I was like, oh my god, they're doing the Cloverfield film. I think it's very cool that they can just drop, just they like drop their art however they want, mm. you know, and like not like that's that's just a very, it's a very Netflix is a very good platform for that, isn't it? They are avant garde. They try mm. new so shit all the time. Avant garde. They should change their name actually. So mm. avant garde, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> something yeah, as witty. Josh really that. should not be in charge of them. Yeah. <laughs> I am in charge of the names. <laughs> So I'm looking forward to them doing this again with other films, as long as they are not as questionably dire. awful as this film. Yeah. I mean, it's a shame because... So there's been three Cloverfield movies in total now. Mm-hmm. We had uh, 
the original Cloverfield movie that came out in 2008, 10 years ago. Oh, 10 years. Ten Apparently that didn't even have a... The name of that movie wasn't released until just before the movie was released. Like, they showed the first trailer and they just had the release date and yeah. show name. That's a cool Again, one. Again, oh, marketing-wise, cool. that's nuts. And that's a J.J. Abrams film yeah. as well. So, mm. um, and that was all uh, shaky cams, self-shot style... A movie about a, a weird monster alien invasion that suddenly happens in the middle of New York and how people mm. get through that. It's basically like a good version of Godzilla. Yeah. Probably yeah. the only good version of Godzilla that's ever been made. I think that's a good description of that film. Yeah. So, love that movie. Um, then Ten Cloverfield Lane came out two years ago? Mm. Yeah, something like I that. Think, I think it went, yeah. Yeah. And that was um, set in the same universe, apparently. Although you were never quite sure how without watching the movie. Mm. You don't know yet because you've not seen the ending. No, but that's okay. You can talk about it. But I, I I'm not going to talk about it because I don't spoil it for people anyway, especially for you because you, you just need to watch it. It's a great film. Oh my, I loved it. I yeah. watched it on my lunch break today because I'm that dedicated to this podcast and the first... Well, she the watched book. half of it on a lunch today. Yeah. She's not dedicated to the podcast. <laughs> so you're 50% dedicated. <laughs> it was because I only had an hour and I, I fitted it in the whole... I fitted 99 minutes into my lunch break. <laughs> 59 minutes into my lunch break because it was 99 minutes movie. but I, I love it it's mm. brilliant it's so good the bit with the woman at the door I was I really <laughs> the door woman yeah you know what I mean though don't you and the man with the thing in the place <laughs> the well I'm trying to do spoilers but the way yeah. the woman comes to the door yes I was I was really fucking shaken by that and I I and I'm, at the moment, and uh, what's the, what's the, the what's the guy's name? The actor, John Goodman. Oh my good god, he's fantastic. Yeah, he is. He is. He is so good. I he's know. just so good to watch. And I'm, I'm absolutely loving it. And I actually am kind of sad that we're not watching it right now. Makes you we can watch it afterwards. Mm, we will. Really makes you appreciate John Goodman as an actor because yeah. he's, he's so the good. best thing about that movie. But from the first bit where he's talking to her and telling her about what's we, happened, what's happened in the world. Yeah, we should, uh, if we tell people what the movie's about. That you makes do sense. That. So yes. uh, basically, Not... in this one, in a complete, even though it's set in the same universe and it's almost like a sequel, it's a completely different movie. Instead of it being a monster invasion in a city, this is about a girl who gets run off the road and then wakes up in someone's like uh, apocalypse basement, whatever you call it, nuclear fallout basement, bunker, bunker. bunker. That's the one. Yeah, got the Americans in there. Bunkers. <laughs> That's um, shelter. But... And and there's her. There's the guy who brought her there and another guy randomly. And she can't figure out if this guy is just absolutely fucking nuts and kidnapped her mm. and what he wants to do, or if he's telling the truth and that there's some shit going on outside and she shouldn't leave and yeah. he saved her life. And you mm. just toy the entire way through whether or not this guy is a sinister bastard or he's actually done her a favour. Yeah, whether you like him or not. It keeps you guessing <clears throat> right till the end as well. So, forward to that. Um, so, yeah. Complete, is it? It's like a completely different movie. He's set in the same universe. What a great idea. I think that, I think that that those don't, that the idea of flipping those two movies around, or sorry, the idea that those that how different those two movies are, but mm. same is so cool. Yeah, they're so, they're completely different films, mm. and yet, but kind of they do work they do work well together in another way. They do complement each other. Mm. All right, but that the the bit with John Goodman at the very start with the with the girl when he's very first telling her yeah. that there's an apocalypse happening outside from that very first moment like the way he's doing like his his actual face and the way he's like not really looking her in the eye like the way that when kids lie they don't they don't really look right, in the eye but then okay. but then there's a kind of like you, you you so you kind of think that he's lying so you're that at the very beginning you're on her side of thinking he's lying right mm-hmm. because it, it's just so bloody good it's just so good it's just great and then the woman with the door happens and then the woman with the door happens yeah <laughs> and I realised like, I'm not describing but he's lying <laughs> and then loads of other shit happens but I can't great. wait and um 
Mary Elizabeth Winstead in it is fantastic as well. Yeah, I'm a big fan of hers. She's good. She's also brunette with big eyes. She that is brunette, with big. but also, I, do you know what I noticed is that her hair is permanently like sort of tongue curled, and I was like, I just think <laughs> she brought some tongs in there. Like, and he'd brought her shit in from the car, and none of that had tongs in it. So it's, it's the ventilation, obviously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's I just humidity. Was, in the I was a bit like, come on, give her like less tongue curled hair. That's yeah, yeah. just not real. Come on. Mm. This, there needs to be more people like you on set to mm. make this, this, these kind I of know. assumptions there's quite a big plot did you that, notice really? in uh, the film that we watched mm. Cloverfield Paradox there we go you remember that, that. Uh, what was their hair like in that was it accurate to what would um, be what hair would look like on I remember the girls would have shorter hair actually it's funny you say that because I was thinking they probably would have shorter hair because it would probably there's a lot of shit up there you don't want to get caught on stuff do you but well, maybe like so much shit into or it. maybe more technology has gone beyond that at that point and you don't need to worry about having short hair <laughs> no well in this one they had gravity in the spaceships didn't they so oh yeah mm. um, so let's move on to the, the mm. actual film that reviewed so 10 Clover uh, not, not 10 Clover film I'm doing a mic now <laughs> the Cloverfield Paradox mm-hmm. um, drops out of nowhere mm. Netflix say here's the first trailer ever here's your first look at it ever here's the movie you can watch it now great idea everybody's excited because everybody really enjoyed the first two movies what was very cool about that as well is that, like, for me, example, I didn't, I didn't have any idea what I was going into. I hadn't, I hadn't read any reviews. I hadn't read I, nothing. I, I hadn't even seen the trailer. I was just told to watch it. But, I mean, had, had it been a bigger film, there mm. probably would have been... So, I, it was quite... I love this it's way refreshing. that they've done it. It was refreshing. I mean, yeah. completely pure. It's a, it's a shame it's such a shit film. Yeah. Mike's always complaining about how how much trailers spoil things for yeah. us now. So yeah. This, is, this was your first proper experience, really, of... Of not having that, then I can see why they don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I can I, see why this went to Netflix straight away. Mm. Um, so, as you can tell, dear listeners, um, we didn't enjoy this movie, which is a shame because we love the other two so much that you know you were expecting a lot from it. And if you look at the cast as well, an absolutely stellar cast um, with lots of big movie actors, you, you'd expect it to be very good. Like acting wise, you shouldn't expect it to have any kind of issues at all. But thought the lineup was really cool mm. definitely so to, to give a bit of a synopsis a really quick one orbiting a planet on the brink of war scientists test a device to solve an energy crisis and end up face to face with a dark alternate reality let me put it this way they're doing an experiment on the international space station experiment goes wrong the earth disappears yeah, yeah. which when i first heard that synopsis i was like that's fucking cool that's yeah. a great idea but then it was spoiled by shitty pseudo science. Mm, mm. Yeah. Oh god, the science was so poor. Was just it was just terrible. It was nonsense science. I can imagine you sitting on the sofa being like, "That's not scientifically accurate." I, w- I was really grumpy about it actually, because also I think like for a plot throughout the plot to work, there were things that were going wrong and they had to fix the problem. Mm. And yes, you can buy into a bit of like bullshit science fiction science, yeah. but the stuff they were doing, I was like, I'm not even following what they need to do in this situation. Like, what are they trying to fix? I don't, I have no the idea. Gyroscope, duh. Oh my God, <laughs> the fucking calibrating gyro from like day, oh, that was actually It lets weird. you know where you are, it's like space sat now. It's space sat now, yeah. The cal- we need to calibrate the gyro. I was like, oh my God, when I heard that. But like, it really, it means that like, throughout the film, I was not, I'd not invested in any of the like things that were going wrong because I had no idea what they needed to do to fix them. So yeah, it's very messy. The problem with the science in this is that there's 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 like a spectrum of how you approach pseudoscience in movies. You can either go full on, <laughs> no one has a fucking clue what you're talking about because you're going way too technical, even though it's all bullshit. Mm. A la Star Trek Discovery series mm. that's currently on Netflix, right? Which sometimes you sit there and go, what? 
I can't believe they just spent two minutes explaining that and it's all bollocks. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Whereas what this did was they kind of went, we're doing this experiment with a shepherd thing and it's going to create unlimited energy. And they just dumbed it right down. Yeah, that... To the point where it's like, no explanation at all. No. It's just like, there you go, it does this. And that's, 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 I, that was a point that I made was that like, oh, that I was thinking, sorry, was that when you... When when they're up in space in the spacecraft thing that's supposed waving to be, your arms like yeah. <laughs> well because I was like up in space, <laughs> I'm flying in space. <laughs> yeah. But when they were in that spacecraft thing, I was like, there's no explanation as to how this is actually going to solve the problem of Earth because they're like, it's just going to create energy, and I'm like, what are they going to do? They're going to fire the energy uh, at Earth? Well, are they going to spread the energy yeah. around? Are they going to sprinkle energy on Earth? So they do explain it. No, they don't. When? Uh, so the problem down at Earth is that they're running out of resources like oil, and oil's the energy source. So what they're trying to do, people are fighting over oil mm. and so they were trying to create a source of unlimited energy and that would solve the world's mm. problems of like people going to war because you don't need to fight because there's unlimited energy the reason they're doing it in space is because the amount of energy it takes if there was an explosion it would like make a massive fucking explosion destroy everything and they do explain that no I actually understand that I'm very much on cool. board with that point but but the, the the problem I had was then once they've harnessed this energy yeah. and they've solved this problem they don't explain what they're going to fucking do are they going to fire it at the end? no 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 just, they're doing the experiment on there to keep them safe but then they just do the experiment again and replicate it back down oh they're, they're taking like, that no, back no. with them okay yeah. that does make more you sense you don't just fire it down <laughs> right hey go like, you're but, smart light bulbs are working right that does make more sense you've but, also got wi fi <laughs> <laughs> But I guess this is a good point about this film because you know like you keep forgetting the name of the film and that mm. I've just kind of forgotten what the hell what's going on there. Yeah. It's because it was so forgettable. It was so like... Oh, yeah. I was so uninvested in that bloody film. It's just too much. I kept waiting for it to make sense and for them to explain things and it to be neatly wrapped up into some yeah. sort of coherent mouldable thing that mm. you can... That you can actually just take anything away from. Mm. But so many things happen in this that just don't make any sense and aren't explained yeah. that you kind of just shrug your shoulders and I think I gave up on the film about an hour in maybe. Yeah, oh god I was like 15 right. minutes yeah I, I, like I said I was the same as you just hoping for it to like yeah. all of a sudden I didn't mind the start the Cloverfield twist would come in and then yeah. everybody like way we sorted it was, it was I was interested in what they were going to do with it because it is a coolish idea it seemed to me very event horizon and oh yeah the outer limits and things like that 100% um and it turned out to be a bit of a messy space horror mm. that has been done before. Um, so I was really looking forward to where it was going to go, and then it just went into madness. I was very excited by the fact that I suppose I was a bit more hopeful than I made up, but that I was quite excited by the fact that it was like a supernatural mm. horror in space in a space horror. I was like, that's so cool. I like the fact that they kind of mix those two things up. Mm. But like they do, it, but actually they just also start forgetting about the supernatural shit halfway through. So it's like all these weird creepy things are happening, and then like towards the end of the film, just they just forget about that. They just don't. They're not bringing any of that element mm. back in, and they all act really really calmly yeah. about the fucking weird shit that's going on. <laughs> Shit. Like, first of all, the earth disappeared, yeah. which is you know pretty bloody dramatic. Crying and shitting myself, with yeah, you're entire, the whole the world disappeared. Like that's awful, and you know yeah. you you would be in you know you'd be really upset. And then and the weird thing with the guy's arm. Are we now? How much are we have to talk about it? Um, what do you reckon? Because I because tonally it's weird. We can talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, or just that 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 is just so strange. This thing happens with this guy's arm. It's a bit really, of an Adam's family moment, isn't it? Uh, literally an Adam's family moment, but like with. 
but then and that just wasn't everyone was just the guy whose arm it was happening to was just super chill about it everyone was just yeah. really chill about this fucking and the girl in the wall sorry am I giving too much away no I hope not I'm sorry well, maybe a little bit but it's sorry. shit enough for us to say and worry too much about <laughs> no. it you probably see it all in the trailer yeah and, it, and like her, everyone was just so chill about this really yeah. mind bending shit that was happening to them like their whole everything you've known up until now has changed it would freak me out though if I saw Chris O'Dowd who plays the guy <laughs> Mundy who's, yeah. who's the arm thing happens to mm. um, it would freak me out if I saw him give a fantastic performance that Evoked exactly what happened to his arm in a beautiful way. Mm. Yeah. I think I'd be freaked more. I'd be more freaked. That's out what I'd more. want, though. I want you would want that exactly. Like, not like Chris oh, O'Dowd. Aaron Scan. Yeah, Chris yeah. O'Dowd from. What's Trainer Eight something? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was annoying as well. How did the? How, okay, how did his arm oh. know? Where the thing the, the quantum was. entanglement, Michael? Oh, did they not no, explain that? That was. It was. This is the, this ridiculous <laughs> sign. Look how they came to conclusions so quickly about something. Oh. It's like, oh, how do we get back? Well, what we know about quantum entanglement means that if I fart, that the problem will be solved. Yeah. Oh, okay. It, great. I'm yeah. glad that this. <laughs> The entirely hyper theoretical science yeah. is so easy for you to understand mm-hmm. in this uncomplicated, I don't know, I, I think, situation. I, thing that I also found was that the it was super formulaic, like the yeah. which was just sad. Again, it's very it was really lazy script writing because they used although they didn't explain what was going on with the science, they used dialogue far too much they over explained like the emotional stuff that was going on all the stuff that went on at home with her and her family exposition that's called. Cool. Where you over explain, yeah, is it? I didn't know. That's where you explain what's, what's happening. He is the yeah. di- you know what you can do? Mike's dictionary corner. He can tell us a new word. Mike's dick. <laughs> we can get, that's how big great. is Mike's dick this week? Oh, pages. that's brilliant. <laughs> um, um, yes, it does that. It's really guilty of that, actually. It's painful. And it? every time they're pre- presented with a problem, that Schmidt character played by Daniel Bruhl, okay. who's in Inglorious Bastards, also and Rush. hilariously. And Rush. German bad guy at the beginning. Who doesn't sound German? Sounds English to me. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was doing an English accent, wasn't he? Mm. Mm. No, he was German. He was German. I think he was German. He, he was learned German. English yeah. from English people. He was German because he had the he German was definitely flag. German. Yeah, he's got a brilliant German accent in *Inglorious Bastards*. Mm. So I guess he was just a, an English. Well, he is German, I think. German yeah. or Belgian or something like that. Um, Thought so. Thought so. European, know? continental Europe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, though, it was a really, like you said, it was a really great lineup, like really, really great cast, but because. Mm. The script was so bad because actually I don't think the acting was that bad. I think except for one person, and I hope you agree with me on who the really shit actor was. Oh, the husband. Oh, oh thank yeah. God. One of the worst. I was like, yeah. If I notice that he's a shit actor, his character's name's Michael. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, apparently, always Michael. His uh, his scenes were all done after. After is that right? Yeah, they're all crowbarred in. So, well. It, uh, apparently this was the same for Clover, 10 Cloverfield Lane as well but basically the story wasn't written as a Cloverfield movie they just managed to wedge it in at the end and oh. that's why they did the same in this one so this was actually originally called God Particle and then they changed it to fit into the Cloverfield universe by just calling it the Cloverfield Paradox and wedged in, alone, really. wedged in the Cloverfield bits mainly by um, adding in those scenes with Michael at the end Mm. And very, then very getting strange. that in. Right. I noticed as well the start of it, like it really just jumped straight into. Don't we're on the spaceship. Off we go. And I was like, okay, yeah. okay. Like if you get straight into the action, I'm not that bothered about that. But you could quite easily tell that that first scene when they're on Earth and discussing discussing whether or not she should go, just felt like an afterthought. Yeah, super jarring actually. The t- well, what I found really funny about Michael was at, at the end when he, oh, I don't know how much I can say, but when he knows something 
He yeah. knows, and he's like, don't, 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 X, Y, and Z. Yeah. But how could he know that fucking and not Max, fucking eh? <laughs> Huntsville? How could he know that this crisis was occurring and Huntsville were like, yeah, come on back. Come on Huntsville back. being like the... Space like, station. Yeah, like... Um, Houston. Well, Houston, yeah. Yeah. So but they did know, but they were saying like, it's too late, we couldn't leave them up there because basically the spaceship was breaking apart. No, so. like, how did they, he know, don't come back, don't come back. How would he have more intelligence in oh, the situation you, you than fucking Huntsville? I, know, I think Huntsville were telling him because they were keeping him in the loop about... But at the end, Huntsville was saying to come back and he was saying don't. Yeah, but they had to come back, didn't they? They would have died on the space station. No, but, falling yeah. apart. but that's the whole, like, the thing is they knew... Uh, yeah. No, it still First of all, like Michael's argument about not coming back was completely null and void because the spaceship was breaking apart so he doesn't know what he's fucking talking about but uh, there is it feels like there's an entire scene missing where Huntsville or someone explains to Michael the husband back at Earth that, that, right. that there is shit going on and what is going on yeah and he just like they did fucking that. know everything yeah, so like he's just a random dude walking around the planet he's not like a special space person is he no. he's a fucking doctor with a, also the random adopted child yeah. that just doesn't never really explained, yeah, not really that part was, that of was it. totally pointless. Just like you said, crowbarred in there. Let's make him a bit more emotional. And trying to Gives link him it. something to do. Well, and trying to link it to 10 Cloverfield Lane with the, with the um, shelter bunker. slash bunker thing. Ah, because he said, that, can I don't know if it was linked, but it didn't seem to be. Well, he said, no. can I borrow your bunker? Yeah, but and... the characters are different names. I saw that because I think his name's Joe in oh. this. Mm. And it's not the same as John Goodman's character. No, I don't yeah, think he's, he's black. Cool. Not, so. No, Joe, the guy he's texting saying, "Can I use your shelter?" Oh, I thought, oh, is that John Goodman's name? But then no. it's a completely different shelter, oh. and that okay. whole thing was utterly pointless. Much like this whole film. So it didn't, it didn't tie in at all. Then no, the only thing what really the is, bollocks is, that? is is the thing right at the end that comes out of clouds. Yeah, that's, that's, that's literally, that's literally it. So oh that was God. that was awful. Um, so didn't this start as like an indie film uh, called God Particle? And then I think this is basically what J.J. Abrams does, and he did it with Ten Cloverfield Lane, is that in order to produce these indie films that are yeah. made, which he thinks, I think it's quite uh, commendable what he's doing, yeah. basically throws his name at it and gives these indie filmmakers a chance to make, oh. to, to get these films shown and, and seen, mm. which is great. But don't make shit films. Yeah, yeah. and don't so, do it to shit films. Yeah, sure dude, are... watch the film before you put your name on it, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Before, you know, like, if because mm. if I watched this film, I'd be like, oh, hell no, I'm not putting my name on that. It felt very strange. It felt, the only reason I say it felt, felt a bit Black Mirror is because I've seen the first episode of this third season. It did feel a bit Black Mirror. I... It's the budget, I think, it's just a bit. Season four? Season four, yes, yeah. yeah. Right. But it, it, it did feel, but it felt because Black Mirror does that parody esque thing, doesn't it? With yeah, all of its yeah. films, it this felt parody esque. Mm. It was so poorly done that I thought it was taking the piss out of itself. But no, no, it just was that bad. It was. I just kept writing down cheesy all the way through mm. here. I've just written cheesy, cheesy, mm. cheesy. Because you've gone vegan and you yeah, yeah. <laughs> desperate cheese. for cheese. It didn't help that um, Goo Goo and Batter Raw. Let me get the name wow. right. Mm-hmm. Um, who must have is Kelly out. in that episode yeah. of Black Mirror? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. San Junipero. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She's the lead, lady in She is so beautiful. I, that's a big. Uh, the only big, very big plus point for this film is that strong female lead, black as well, which is nice to see. Yeah. Takes all the boxes. Um, but also that she was just she was good. As long as she was trans, you know. Yeah, I, I wish <laughs> um, that she was good. Like she she actually acted well. I thought it's just a shit script. Yeah. And she's so fucking gorgeous. She has the most symmetrical face. I was really. What are you talking about? She's got a lip mole. 
But like she she really she really was stunning to watch. Yeah, she's one of the best things about this. Yeah. The film's got no shortage of of acting talent with John John Ortiz is in this, Daniel Brawl we said before. Um Elizabeth Debicki. Elizabeth Debicki, my the love of my life, who is my height, Alice. So, you know, grow. Um and then uh Z Zhang is in it as well from um Crouching Tiger. She was from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and I was trying to think oh. of the bloody name of the film, and I was like, it's the she's one about the, like... t- the cats and the reptiles. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's also been in Memoirs of a Geisha as well. And oh, yes. Oh, right. other... She's a big actress. Yeah, she's huge. Yeah, um, she, is, she's great. she is huge, isn't she? She's great yeah. in this. Um, and Axel uh, Henny, who is in Headhunters, which is a book by Joe Nesbo. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen that, that. Film. I love that film. It's a really, it's a really good adaptation of the book. Yeah, and he's really good in it. Uh, I, I, know, I think that um, either I was quite. To be fair, it's quite nice to see. I know you haven't mentioned, but it is nice to see Chris O'Dowd um, in like these huge films now, isn't he? Well, this, this is Bridesmaids. Started, what else has he done? Um, he was in Star Trek thing. Wasn't he in Star Trek or something? No. He was in. He was in Thor: The Dark World as Natalie Portman's. Random British date, so he's very loosely in that. But then the the film he was in, he played a reporter in the program. You know the one about Lance Armstrong. No. It's a movie about Lance Armstrong. It's a very good movie about how he cheated it and how oh, he did wow. it. And he's the report. He plays the reporter in it who who figures him out and says, "Nah, he's a dick. Why does everybody like him? He's a dick." And then. Uh, yeah, for but I don't know I mean this dude that came from IT crowd I think it's cool that he's yeah. doing so well I mean not great character I did really like the way he died though I have to say not not that I liked I, it was he ridiculous dies, does he? sorry I really like the magnetic putty to be that's fair the thing. I found it really cool that's I'm like, the if thing. that's a real thing that's friggin cool that was the thing but that's the thing sorry to tell him it was a cool way. but the, I like I didn't even I, it was the, it was a bit like stop motion wasn't it when it was coming mm. after him and I actually of all the film I went that's quite cool <laughs> I quite like because I like the weird shit you know like get more with the weird shit get more into it don't just like kind of like season it with weird shit give it like yeah. full weird shit have you seen Event Horizon no, I don't know what that is. You would love it. That scared the living shit out oh, of me. I don't like scary films. Though, I watched it for it, the first... The only reason it scared me is because it really introduced the concept of hell into my younger brain. I was like, what if hell's real? And then just could not get past that for a couple of weeks. Josh, I'm telling you now, hell isn't real. But there's an actual scene in Event Horizon that they filmed. and uh, Dan Harland really seems obsessed in with hell. this scene. But it's, it's like a, a hell scene because the ship in the Venerizer passes through a hell dimension to get to where it Oh my gosh, the person I was watching this with last night told me about this film when I completely mm. forgot. Um, but the hell scenes like people getting stabbed and raped and all this horrible stuff. So oh it like, freaked me out when I was 12 years old or whatever it was when I watched it. And the, the, the moral of the story there is don't let 12 year olds watch these movies. Like, it's an older brother, it's his fault. Um, it's a, this film could have all been solved if Chris O'Dowd's character, Monday, just sort of said, Have you tried turning it off and turning it off? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you've been waiting to say that for ages. I like that. Um, do you know what I thought was really funny is that when you know the bit where they see the girl in the wall mm. and they're like, everyone, and it's just some weird. Well, I mean, not. We said it already. Yeah, I feel like okay, I'm sorry, everyone. But like the bit where they, she's going, everyone's going, don't open the door, and she's like, open the door, open the door. And I'm like, why would you open like a bit of spaceship wall to just like kind of noise like what <laughs> what the fuck and then it, that is I mean, actually you like you made that sound like a pregnant cat yeah, yeah but that it was what it was like there's a it cow was, in the wall it, wasn't. it was more like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but it was 
wasn't. It didn't sound human. And why would you open? What do you mean open the wall? Like you don't fucking know what's well, behind it. You wouldn't want to leave it there as well. No, at the same no, time, I like, agree. Really let's make a calculated that. decision on what the fuck you're going to do about it. Not just start ripping. Like she didn't know that what was going to be behind there was going to be a girl. She had no idea. It didn't about. sound like a girl. It didn't sound like a girl exactly. And so she just there was like Scooby Doo level shit, right? Where yeah, it was just yeah, like yeah, let's yeah. Uh, hey Scoobs, let's go and that was my really bad Scooby Doo impression. <laughs> That, wait, you're wait, trying to be Scooby Doo. You're not Doo. doing a Scooby Doo impression. You did an impression of someone from Scooby Doo. Because if it was Scooby Doo, so Shaggy, Shaggy. Is Do they call him Scoobs? He's Scoobs. Yeah, Scoobs. Yeah, but you know, like let's go behind the wall of the screaming weird thing. That was just utterly like no one would do that. No one on a these are supposed to be like intelligent spaceship people. <laughs> Sorry, astronauts. Scientists. Intelligent spaceship. It's like the man who does the number thing. The yeah, yeah. Intelligent spaceship people. Um, yeah, a lot of the characters just... It, it really was lazy writing. You think that people who have worked on this over the years and people who have written it, they must have reread it or seen it and then thought, that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. How does she know the gun's in the safe? Why does the hand oh, know yeah. where the gyro is? Like, all these things that... Why is the spaceship trying to kill them? Never yeah. 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 Well, because the, en- the the enemy was the dimension, right? That became the enemy. The enemy was the fact that you're dimension in dimension this... was trying to figure out what to do with two the... lots of the same particle yeah. in its universe. But it was a fucking shit enemy, you know. Like it didn't make sense. You didn't really know what the fuck we're supposed to be it scared of. Try and kill you all the time. No, some it's summertime. summertime. Sometimes it's your friend a little bit. It was just, <laughs> yeah. It, I was so uninvested, like in the. In, in all of it actually do you want to know what's funny about this so we've all established that the core part about this film is it's shitty written mm. yeah. do you know what the writer also wrote mm. um, maybe we're thinking about a different one because the only writer I know didn't write anything of note Moonlight I had 22 Jump Street really. yeah he's, he's credited no. to Jump Street and he also wrote a little bit for Moonlight I think oh so maybe not the what? whole film but, just but I don't think I think he was on the team right but yeah, like if this part, film yeah. was anywhere near as good as Twenty Two Jump Street, there we go. Like someone's dad is obviously just like he's obviously someone's child and has just got into he is those probably someone's child, guest yeah. writing on yeah. those things, and now mm. he's made a movie. Also, the, the, I think that something to note as well. I thought the CGI was really terrible. The CGI. The CGI. The CGI. Oh. The CGI. I didn't. There was like a couple of bits where I was like, "What? That's really bad CGI." It felt really kind of 2012. <laughs> There's a bit with the spaceship like looking down at something and I was like, that just looks like shit CGI. I just really noticed was the it CGI. The Earth? <laughs> That's it's kind not of only real. one thing that the ship would be looking at. No, like on another bit of ship. And the, uh-huh. like there was just a few bits that I was I just really noticed it. Did you not feel the same way? Uh, no, it wasn't. I thought the only good thing about the film was the production quality seemed relatively high. Oh, God. Well, I didn't think yeah. that. Maybe I just... I don't really... I, didn't, I, didn't. I don't think it was a badly shot film. I think that... No. No, but I don't think... Do you not think that you could notice lots of bits of... Like, even the very last bit... Right. Oh well, yeah, but that was just bollocks in general. So yeah, it's like, yeah, I, I didn't even sit to look at the CGI at that point. Mm-hmm. I was just like, why? Yeah, oh, why? Wait, uh, I think maybe because we saw we were watching it on Netflix. If I'd gone to the cinema and seen that, I think it probably would have stood out as being far 
of having as having far less of a budget than most sci-fi mm. films that you go and mm. see. I didn't think it was great CGI. I think you need to rewatch it. And no, no, I'm not going to rewatch it. No. <laughs> Can you please? The Maybe just the last five seconds of it. Yeah, that's all I need to watch. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, uh, anything else you want to complain about? This film? There was there was a oh, but you go first. Yeah. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I thought that. Oh yeah, I've got. I don't know why the actors signed on to do this film because you've got some pretty good actors, and I think that they're in a point in their careers where they could do loads yeah do loads and, and mm. Elizabeth Debicki who's who's come off success from the night manager and she's in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 yeah. which one um, does she play Jensen girl on the wall oh, oh yeah tour mm. one. Oh yeah that's why we, um, yeah. Gugu Gugu exactly, exactly. Uh, Chris O'Dowd Daniel yeah. Brawl they've all been in fantastic great stuff yeah. John Ortiz like, yeah. it's crazy um, and this was just a collective huge step backwards in their Jack careers they weren't really even was. told what the movie was really? and they just said it's J.J. Abrams yeah, produced possibly. and it's a club film oh. and they just went yep do you reckon they all just got paid a fuck ton of money mm. I don't know uh, I don't think the budget was that big for this film really I mean I don't know how it works um, I think the who who produced it is it Paramount is it, it's not I think it is Paramount, Paramount. Netflix yeah so Paramount sold Netflix it. are doing alright oh, it really just means that <laughs> Paramount made it and then couldn't sell it so Netflix yeah. bought it that's not so I think really? Paramount mm. um, acquired it for 45 million and rather than doing any marketing and things like that, they just sold it to Netflix, who bought it for fifty million. Mm. So rather than spending like five, million five million. six million on marketing and, and mm. uh, whatever, they just sort of said, oh, "It's a bit of a bad film. Maybe we should just sell it to Netflix." And Netflix did a pretty cool thing with it. And I would probably not have seen this film if I'd seen any more trailers. To be honest, it mm. also could be that the, you know that the Cloverfield thing just pulled it oh, through. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. like these these actors were like those other two films were really really fantastic, and that had that indie feel about them. So they probably were like they being good actors. They probably thought actually I want to do something indie. I want to do something artistic and mm. pure. And actually, it was just it was it's just not, shit. It's, it's just not quite picture well. house though, is it? And I'm sure there'd no. be. There'd be Maybe it's really maybe it's a lot harder being an actor and getting jobs than we make. What? No, I thought it was easy. Anyway, Not Netflix. You just show up and like, Obviously. hey, can I do that? Well, Daddy has to fund you before you can get your first few jobs. Then, well, if that you're a was writer, incredibly. <laughs> what was that? Are you angry? I'm angry at all actors. Yeah. yeah, I'm angry that I never made it as a as an actor. I think um, I have a I have a point about one scene that I think is really fucking funny, mm-hmm. um, and that is that the. Um, when Elizabeth Shubeki and Gugu, what was her? Mbatero. Mbatero, um, have a fight. I hope that doesn't give too much away. Oh yeah. And the way that they overcome that is she throws cups in her fucking face I wrote and that hits down. her with a pole. Yeah. Like, so hang on, she's come out with a gun and she throws, throws the CO2 canister at her. And yeah. she throws the cups on the table as well. Yeah, it's very strange. I'm yeah, sorry. I remember saying that. I'm sorry, you threw a cup in her face. Have but, out cups. <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> and the bit where she, then she gets a pole from the foosball table. She literally rips a pole out of a table. Like, she, what, she hasn't got the energy to like beat her up so she throws some cups at her and then she's got the energy to pull a pole out of the table. Very strange. Like, what shit. One beat a foosball table on a space station. What well, an absolute waste of fuel and energy yeah, and weight to send that up there because mm. you could just play computer games. Yeah. Have millions of games rather than this thing. Anyway, that's just a um, thing. Yeah, that was a bit of an odd scene because yeah, you get the classic. Fun. Did you see the um, Elon Musk shuttle launch that happened yesterday? And did yeah, you see yeah. what they put into space? Yeah, it's Tesla number one. So they they they, they launched Elon Musk's um, Your face. relaunchable. <laughs> so Elon Musk has come up with a recyclable <laughs> rocket so it can take off and it can land. 
So it makes yeah. space travel cheaper, mm. more yeah. friendly, and all that kind of shit. God, um, Elon Musk is just so fucking cool. But it? the other two things that's really cool about it is that it's twice as heavy as any um, spaceship that any nation's made. So normally when you make spaceships, you try and make them as light as fucking mm. possible because it's mm. easier. But he's been able to make it so it can carry twice as much weight. And the other thing is inside it, it contained a Tesla with a, a dummy in it, dressed up as a spaceman, and that is now floating around in space. That's so cool. And they, there's camera feeds, and you can watch it. I've watched this and morning. It's apparently playing. Breakfast. Um, David Bowie. David Bowie, Starman. Oh my you know, god, this no is air so space. fucking cool. But there yeah. is an air and space museum. When you get a chance, go onto YouTube and, and stream. Isn't it. he the guy that did the? He, he's designing the Hyperloop down in. Yeah. Um, he's also I, designed that, a flamethrower. Yeah, he's selling him for like twenty grand or fifty. Why has he decided? What's the flamethrower? He's just fucking. He just he's invents just, what he wants. He's, he's a bomb villain. Isn't he? He's a bomb villain. But the Hyperloop, you know, that's going to solve like loads of. Um, you know, it's the travel and yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, that, just I, that was just when I read about that, I was like, this that is literally amazing. And all the problems that he was faced because of the fucking because of the world and red tape, but that, um, but yeah, he is really cool, isn't he? The hyperloop reminds me of a greedy bumhole. You know, you just put your finger too close, it goes, mine. <laughs> how, many, how many bumholes are you putting your finger in? Just mine, just yours, and it's greedy often, is it? Some hungry <laughs> That's nice. This I like. I like that this is such a. <laughs> <laughs> I like that this is such a family friendly. Podcast. Yeah, we've kind of gone off off piece to it again, haven't we? we we've done, have. It's my fault talking about Elon um, Musk, but I I think we should get onto the game and stop talking yeah. about this terrible. Thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's there lots of terrible things to laugh at, so let's give it a terrible laughable oh, rating. Oh my god, a rating! I, yes. What's the popper I'm rating, man? What is this out of ten? Yeah. I actually think uh, two. Two. I will give it a three and a half. Okay. Because I thought the way it was shot, like we were saying before, Mike, and the, the design of the set and stuff, and some of the cool things like the magnetic putty, that was good. Yeah. Uh, the actors, good. Worst thing about it was the story. The writing. Terrible. That's the only thing that really, really let down. So mm. I really don't think the CGI was that good, guys. I think you should normally I'm not right about this stuff, but like mm. but actually I was not impressed. I think you should look into it. We'll give it a look. <laughs> you guys do the work. Okay. <laughs> I've got to rewatch the entirely terrible film. Yeah, you <laughs> could, fine. yes, thank you. Mikhail. Yeah, I think three three's fair. I was really you- excited. Are you? No. I was really excited um when it first started, but then um <laughs> But then I quickly and very quickly actually realised it was cack. Mm. Cack is the word. I'll, I'll up mine to two actually because although <laughs> it was two already. Three, I'll up mine from two to three. Yeah. Um, because actually, um, it wasn't offensively bad. You liked the no. CGI, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I'm going to lower mine to three then. How about, yeah. you? How about you, Josh? <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Three, why not? <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, great. So, uh, watch this film if you hate your eyes. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, game time. Game! Woo! I've not read through all of these, so this is interesting. I really like um, Alice's contributions to the games. Do you? Yeah, I, I, really, I appreciate that you appreciate that. I like you during the games. Do and you? I like you so much. I want you to be electrocuted. <laughs> so we're, we're bringing back in uh, Buzz to, oh, to the, the fold where if you get the answer wrong, you get electrocuted. 
I'm not sure I feel about this. I we'll 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 put it down to half mast to begin with. Can we go a bit lower? That's than your favourite. Let's go mast. down to a third mast. Third, all right. Third mast. I'm really that's saying that, that's saying if you get it wrong. I'm just saying I'm not sure how consensual this is. Uh, I um, feel I feel like the, I didn't I did not sign up to this. I have no I haven't signed a disclaimer on health and safety. I could see you guys, you know. What about if we start off at the very minimum and then if you get another one wrong, we turn it up each time? Oh. I think that's a much better idea. Ooh, okay. that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, what? The, the minimum Are you getting shocked? I won't, it wrong, I'm not yeah. going to get any wrongs, so no. Oh, fuck you. Right. right. Uh, let I'm me give you an example. I'm really so the game is based on uh, explaining a movie badly, which is a, like a Twitter hashtag that goes around. Here's the first example, so you don't have to answer this one. Priest kidnaps child for cult and eventual marriage to politician twice his age. That is the plot of Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace Explained Badly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very badly. Almost right. as, but the synopsis for this movie could have been as vague as mm. that. Yeah, exactly. It would be um, people lose everything. Yeah. <laughs> In pointless endeavour. Yeah. And then it comes back and monster. And monster. <laughs> so let me give you the, 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 the first proper one, and this one's easier than the last one. So, so are you? So I'm going to give you the, the shit synopsis, and you have to tell me what movie it is. Okay. okay. All right. Fuck the pressure's on. You ready? Um, I think I am. Yeah. The first one. Kid comes out of the closet. Narnia. Narnia. Yes. Narnia. Narnia. Yeah. Yes. That one. Surely he goes into the closet. No, he comes out at the end. Oh my god, this really is described badly. Yeah, that's the point. Let me, there oh, we go. I'm really scared. It's not going to sh- shock you, it's shock Mike. Oh, it's horrible. Have you turned it down? Yes. yes. Or have I? <laughs> <laughs> not that one. Oh. <laughs> What's happening? That was really scary because it, I didn't even know that was going to happen. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay. Ever so slightly aroused after that. Oh God! I'm. What are you doing? I don't want to do this. It's fine. It'll be fine. It's like when you fine. accidentally pick up a pan that's a little bit too hot. It's that kind of. Yeah. Or, or, or. Oh my God! It's gonna okay. hurt. Uh, next one. Right. This one's harder. Cultural appropriation in space. You might have to think about this one. In space. Yeah. Alien. Alien? No. <laughs> Um, uh, the clue here is that it's not necessarily... Interstellar. No, they've travelled through space to get to this planet. The Martian. No. Cultural appropriation in space. Avatar. Yes. Oh yes, my God. yes, yes, That was yes. very fucking impressive. <laughs> right. And again, beam, need to turn beam me up. Oh, we're turning it up. Well, literally, like, a little bit. That's the wrong way. Oh, oh, oh my God, I'm scared of it. Two. Is two right? Two is yeah. a little bit more than one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It's actually quite nice at that, that voltage. I quite like that. Yeah. <coughs> oh my god. I, a bit of Mike's lungs just appeared on the table. I think your L3 vertebrae is blowing. <laughs> I'm sweating. I really don't want to do this. Uh, right. Next one. A depressed office worker joins a cult and destabilises the government. Thief Vendetta. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I like where you go with that, but no. Depressed office worker? Yeah. Up. No. <laughs> Joins a club. One for that oh, is, Fight Club. You will no. The yeah. one for up is you will cry a lot. The Matrix. The Matrix. Yes. Holy yes. shit! You are amazing at this. Have I been waving this in your face by accident? No. Um, excuse me. So. I'm not that dumb, guys. Oh, I was getting used to. Actually, it's quite nice leading up to it. 
You get used to it. I really, I can't do this, guys. How many more of these is there? Because this as many as I want. Oh Jesus! <laughs> I can't. 20, so you get one wrong. Twenty-seven. I really, I really don't want to do that. Okay, it might get, make me cry. Might make me cry. Small town doctor brings three people closer together. Small it's a town horror film. doctor. Saw. Nope. Small Town Doctor brings three people close together. Oh my god, he was Psycho? Yeah, you are amazing <laughs> at this. Oh, amazing. You are amazing at this. I don't know why. I think maybe my, my backwards brain. Oh my god, are we already at full fucking power? Yeah, you just have to make sure that when Alice gets one wrong, we put it all the way back down to zero be, again. I, I will be making sure. Wink. <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't like this. Ah, yes. I'm not holding on. I'm not holding on. There's actually set on the back that I've noticed where it says it either gives you three shocks or just one. It's probably three. Yeah. Can we? Can I just have one shock? Also, my hands are a bit damp, and I'm worried that'll make it worse. Mine are so clammy. Mine are very clammy right now. No, but that pacemaker. Can you smell burning flesh? Okay, next one. A dad has to go pick up his daughter. Take him. Mike. No. Taken. Oh, we, can put you, we can put you down to All right, one. Let me put it on one no, shot. No, 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 I don't it's want on to. one do shot it. and it's on the low one. Oh, I don't want to do it. This is my favourite part. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't want to do this. Alright, so you hold it and then what you no, do is no, you not even holding it right. Like this. Yeah. So you press joy to press it. No! Okay. What are we pressing this You're bit? in control. Stop so it. you press that middle don't one. Press it! And then insert that and then you press the black button. So I've got, I've got to press the button. You've got to be that you are in control of your own fate. It won't be as bad as you think. None of that. I don't like it. I actually feel a bit sick. It's not very difficult. <laughs> it's you not can drive. This is very easy. It's not that it's hard. It's just I avoid pain. Like it's not. That's not the bit. Hold it. I don't want to. Hold it. I'm scared of it. Hold it. Do it once. Come on, it's making a horrible noise. No, oh, no, because it won't let you me. <laughs> Hold it. <laughs> oh, great. Uh, now you broke it. <laughs> I don't know whether her humiliation is not doing it. It's punishment enough. That is shameful. Oh, my God. I don't think I can do it. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll do one. I'll do one. Come on, Alice, for the podcast. Wow, much ado about nothing. <laughs> okay, but I can't do that again. <laughs> you barely did it that time. <laughs> oh my um, god, that is so funny. Should you cut them off? <laughs> oh, um, oh, wait, Mike got one, didn't he? Yeah, hold well on, Mike. Um, really okay, it's weird, one. it's weird, isn't it, the feeling? Um, uh, okay, so we'll just keep playing the game without the shocks because okay, obviously Alice will cry, but what mm. we'll do is. Whoever loses has to get shocked. Overall, with overall okay. points. We should have just done that from the start. Mm. Really? Should we restart? Let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Group spends nine hours returning jewellery. Uh, do, do, um, uh, Ocean's Eleven? Nope. Group spends nine hours returning jewellery. It's it's obviously like a... The last hour of that nine hours I'll film. never get back. Returning jewellery. It's like a heist film. Nope. Oh, right, fuck it. Okay. <laughs> Return jewellery. A crown film? <laughs> a crown film. <laughs> All those, you know those crown Shall films? I give you a clue? Mm. It is a fantasy film. 
Oh, little rings. The Lord oh. of the Rings, yeah. Oh, so Mine's on my key. Uh, that's a good one. Okay. That's actually quite cool. Uh, yeah, it's smart. Yeah. Um, okay. Since nine hours returning to me. Illegal immigrant chased by the fence. E.T. E.T. Well done. Wow. What? That was very good. A beautiful princess gets catfished. Shrek? No. Oh, you both said Shrek. Beautiful princess gets catfished. This is genius, this one. Beautiful princess. Oh my god. It's a Disney, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's... Who's going to say it first? Beauty and the Beast. No. Aladdin. Yeah! <laughs> Beauty and the Beast is better definition than Aladdin, isn't it, actually? Yeah, no, she didn't get catfished, did she? Well, sort of. Is it? No, I mean, catfished. You think they're this beautiful, amazing person, but really... Yeah, not. well, Beauty... Well, I suppose it's the opposite. It's the opposite, isn't, isn't it? it yeah. It's dogfished. It's dog, dogfished. It's dog mammaled. It's fish cat. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Um, uh, oh, that's actually really quite lovely. Yeah, it is. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's some weird twisted one. Um, um, a family's first Airbnb experience goes very wrong. Airbnb, a hotel. The Shining. Oh, oh. I was so close to you saying that. You got the first in the you hotel. Did. No, you no, did. No, no. I did. Now, what's going on? Mike's did. winning. Oh. Well, I guess we should just end the game. Oh, you <laughs> You stitched me up. Let's, let's do I two was, more. I was having a strong start and that game was throwing me off. The fear of the game's got into me. It's it's psyched me out. Getting blotchy. We'll, we'll yeah, do, I'm getting, I'm getting hives, guys. I'm getting stressed. <laughs> we'll do two more. And that should give us a clear winner. All right. A wisecracking boiler technician teaches high school students to believe in their dreams. <laughs> a wisecracking boiler technician. You seem like you got that, and then you hadn't. <laughs> what you, where were you going with that one? I was going to say that one film. where he does the maths on the wall, and everyone loves that. Film. Oh, you're thinking Good Will Hunting. Good Will that. A wisecracking boiler. A wisecracking boiler technician teaches high school students to believe in their dreams. Inception. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. They're not nice dreams. Oh, Nightmare on Elm Street? There you go. Yes. That's a good clue, I think. It was very good. Very good. Very yeah. It reminds me of Rick and Morty episode. Yeah. yeah. Was it? I'm Scary Terry. <laughs> <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I think that was quite a good Scary Terry impression. It was, yeah. Okay, are we equal? Yeah, we're equal. Oh, this is the Oh, shit. Okay. Um, I don't know if I've got my money on it. I feel like Alice, because she's just been like... She's very, very, very excited. I am. Okay, last one. I need to pee as well, which is sort of adding <laughs> to the tension. Girl gets roofied and is fine with it when she finds out that he's a solid 10. Sleeping Beauty. Wow. Well done. <laughs> So you're gonna to have to electrocute yourself. Oh, and try oh finally! <laughs> fucking. We'll do it on the lowest setting with and one shot. Try not to piss yourself on my floors. I've really just been cleaned. If I do wet myself, I'm really sorry. All right, but I've got to do it on the lowest one because I'm too. I'm. I've just. I just got scared at it turning on. Look, I'll sake. get it out for you. <laughs> tenor, tenor ladies at the ready. Please don't get it out for me. Can you stop? <laughs> You've got to hold it. I'm holding it. I'm clipping, holding the hole. This has got very odd. Okay, and then it's, I press I this. Could, yeah. I press, press this and then this. Press that and then that. <gasps> and don't piss yourself. Nothing happens when I press this. Don't okay? press the button. Can, can, can I do a count then? No, no, that'll make it worse. Okay. I won't jump. In your time. <laughs> I've got work on Monday. Good job, I can edit this. <laughs> Shut up. You guys are the worst. <laughs> I'm so scared. I've got to press it. <laughs> I think you banging your elbow on the chair would be hurt way more. I'd really like to like. Me 
Me banging my elbow did hurt more. Oh, that was a lot of pain. I'm going to do it once just because I feel a little bit left out and I'm going to rock it all oh, the way can you, Yeah. Josh, show us how it's done, okay, right? So Josh is, is really good at this. It's all the way up to four. You can't be good or bad at this. You can just not be a massive <laughs> fucking... You put it on extreme as well. I'm going to put it on extreme. I'm going to put, put it on extreme. Left. He's basically... He, you are balder. I'm very attached to you He's right peacocking. Oh. My fingers feel like they're buzzing already Don't and I've not even done anything. It's so psycho-semantic. <laughs> I can't do it. It's an odd it freaks me out. I can't hold on to it like you. Because do. it's not even really pain, is it? It's, it's not. It's just your muscles contracting. Yeah. Now, so yeah. But I'm 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 out for that. I think it's because Josh has got such impressive forearms. That's mm. why you can do it. I keep it all on the triceps. Josh, you actually have fantastic forearms. Never all the wanking. He yeah. has he has the arms <laughs> of a man. I've noticed. You <laughs> know it? The arms of a man. Yeah, yeah. I will but not you know take you, your gender <laughs> bias there, Michael. When yeah. you see when you see like uh, heroes like Henry Cavill. Mm. Uh, especially wait, wait, you're not trying to say I've got arms like Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But any 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 no. leading man has got big forearms. Look at these puny. That's you could snap these. Like yeah. if I have a sharp what idea. What about leading women? Because I've like, actually got quite big forearms. Uh, Ronda Rousey. No. Is it Rousseau? Rousseau. Uh, Rousseau, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm very pleased that the game has ended, but I'm gutted that I lost because I had such a strong start with that game. You really did. I think the the thing that you really lost is just. All your dignity more than anything. Yeah. Uh, my nerve. My nerve. Was, um, you would have had more dignity if you held on to that and pissed yourself. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. That was. I'm pretty. I'm pretty humiliated by the fact that mm, I won the tower. Long, that. hard look at yourself in the mirror. But uh, listeners more at so home, it is actually more uncomfortable and scary than it's the music. I think it's the tension. It's the tension. Yeah, music. Great music. Um, so thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the podcast. We hope you enjoyed Alice. Screaming down the house, that was fun. And um, please, <laughs> Go for Alice. Woo! if you're not already doing so, hey, tell someone about the podcast and say, yeah. you know what, you should listen to this, it's pretty fucking good. They swear a lot, and it's not for kids, especially like Josh, he's got a potty mouth. Yeah, <laughs> but and also, you know, listen to it a lot when I'm on it because um, it just makes me look cool in front of people. Not after that display. Yeah, <laughs> yeah if you want to listen hey. to Alice again because you enjoyed it, Alice, although we don't know why after that display, um, just stick your head out of a window and you'll no, hear you're it. On the, you're on the Justice League episode and uh-huh. you're on the Quentin Tarantino special, yeah. which I Two of our most listened to episodes. So what? Obviously what there is a Farrell effect. Oh, yeah. the Farrell effect! It happens to everyone. Thankfully, it's not the Shepherd effect because yeah. we'd need some pseudoscience bullshit to go along with it. Thank you, Cloverfield Parafix. Paradox. Josh, I love that tie in there, though, at the end. That was beautiful. Really nicely rounded. Nicely rounded like a man. Alright, yeah, and also the other thing, apart from recommending us to other people, is go review us on iTunes and stuff and Mm -hmm. go like our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter pages. Then you just search for Movie Nosh for the only people called this. It's really good for finding us on Instagram. It's very useful, yeah. It's very useful, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with all of the above. (laughs) Yeah, into it. Also, next week you'll be hearing from Mike's Dick Corner. Yeah. Mike's Dick Corner. Dictionary Mm -hmm. Corner. I will come up with a word. Actually, yeah. You're going to make one? No. Or just tell us about a word that we wouldn't know? A new word, yeah. Yeah. I would, that is just listen worthy, I think. Yeah, and so to sign us off, I think we'll offer... Yeah, I think let's put some pressure on Alice and say, Alice, finish off the episode with something really insightful. When... (laughs) um, uh, Vegan cheese isn't actually that bad. (laughs) <laughs> it's not it, you'd think it would be bloody that was terrible better than I could have ever <laughs> <laughs> you, you would think it would be terrible but 
on Azizi's pizza, for example, not bad at all. Free the cows. And that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.